What is going on, folks? You're listening to the All Sports Best Podcast. I'm Trey Gonzalez, your host. we got a few things to cover today. Hashtag free Joe Kelly. Daniel Johnson makes his debut. Ben Simmons hires a sports psychologist and much, much more, including a really weird baby name that we've got to just dive into, guys. It's the last day in July. Let's let it fly, baby. Welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast. Turn up the volume because it's time for your favorite sports show. Your one-stop shop for sports talk. Three, two, one. All right, guys, you are on the All Sports Best podcast listening to wherever you're at. I appreciate that. And uh, tell us where you are listening from. We got Facebook, we got Instagram, and we've got Twitter where you can join the conversation on social media. It would mean the world to us. Guys, I'm hurting for two different reasons. Number one, my dog just bit my hand as I was feeding her a treat, so that didn't help me at all. So my hand's a little bit cut up. Oh, well. Uh, But mainly the reason that I'm hurting right now is because baseball's dying, guys. I mean, baseball is dying. I can't say it enough. I mean, it's, it's not helping anything. Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, has suspended Joe Kelly for eight games. Eight games. That's like the that's like a sixth of the season, guys. What that equates to in a normal season, that's 22 game suspension. We never saw a suspension for the Houston Astros. I want you guys to remember that. And he didn't even throw at them on purpose. Now, a lot of people are giving him credit. Did he intentionally throw at Alex Bregman's head? No, the guy didn't have it. Okay. He was all over the place. Go back and watch it. His fastball was, his inside fastball was way too inside. His off speed pitches were kind of sporadic. And then he struck out uh, Carlos Correa after throwing over his head, okay, with wild pitches. I mean, he was wild. So I don't see, I mean, you got to go back to the tapes, right? If you're the commissioner, you have to go back to the tapes. You got to get an investigation going. You have to get a, a team around you to tell you this is the guy we need to suspend or whatever it might be. Carlos Correa saw a picture of it during that whole um argument that discussion that they had and the bench is cleared he spit on the ground can he get a suspension for that can we find him at least because you're not supposed to spit right now because that's a violation of COVID. and we cleared the benches how do how do both teams not get a slight fine for that right it should be something that's even but no let's all take the the blame and put it on joe kelly he was amped up he struck out carlos correa doesn't like the guy doesn't like the houston astros nobody does right now Maybe the Yankees are okay with them because maybe they cheated too, from what I've been uh, able to understand, Red Sox as well. But regardless of that, I mean, they lost these guys in the World Series because they cheated. What do you expect? What do you expect? I don't think Joe Kelly was on the team at the time, but still, who cares? Let him be the guy. Let him be the guy. Eight games, that's a little bit ridiculous. If I was him, I would have uh, appealed it big time. I don't know. I don't know. Daniel Johnson, a former guest on the show, actually one of our first guests on the show when he was in the minor leagues. He got drafted by the Washington Nationals and uh, became a really good player in the minor leagues. He's got a great story, by the way. Out of New Mexico State, he had to jump over to JUCO, come back to D1, and then he just became a stud. Absolutely great guy. Anyways, he was on the show earlier, um, much earlier in the stage of this podcast, and just a super humble guy, working hard. He he had a feeling he was going to make it, and... Uh, the last two years, it was like just a matter of time, right? It was just a matter of time. He was going to make it. He got traded over as a 
piece, basically a chess piece in the minor leagues. And now he's on the Cleveland Indians, made his debut. And on his debut, didn't get a hit, but he did get a walk, an intentional walk, actually. And then second game around, got a single, his first hit. So he made history or or personal history. But I can see this guy becoming an all-star, guys. I'm serious about it, and I know that this is high hopes. This is a guy I played with. This is a guy I really like. Um, I'm rooting for him, have always been. Same thing as a hometown guy here, Trevor Rogers. Want him to make it, but I honestly do see the potential in this guy to be sky high. And he's on a team that has a lot of really good players with great chemistry and great camaraderie. Like, I mean, the locker room's got to be great with Francisco Lindor alone, right? I mean, but they've got a lot of guys that are just very similar to that, bubbly personalities. I think Daniel Johnson's on the fast track to very, very big success. Speaking of fast track to very big success, I would say it's a little bit slower, but this guy's a superstar regardless. Ben Simmons, LSU alum. Has just hired, I mean, I, I guess he hasn't just hired him, but he hired a sports psychologist over the quarantine break, over the time that they couldn't play NBA games, and he wanted to get his mind right. Everybody knows he had a little something going on upstairs because he couldn't shoot a three. He had what would be to me the equivalent to baseball and basketball as the yips. Didn't want to pull the trigger from three. Now, how does this hurt his game? Well, in order to be a Hall of Famer, a, an absolute stud, you want to be able to win championships. How do you help your team the most? By having a, a versatile game. Nobody would even guard him at the three-point line. Very reasonable, too, because if you saw him stop at the three-point line, he had to pass it. He wasn't going to shoot that three. And if he happened to make a three, shoot a three, make it, he's not going to do it again. He didn't catch fire. He wasn't like... He wasn't built that way. He wasn't wired that way. Well, apparently, the, the sports psychologist got him right. He hit another pre, three, uh, preseason game, three. I'm looking forward to what he can do going throughout this small, short schedule for the NBA. And this might mean something to him. Now, does this mean anything going forward? I don't know. Because I think what people always assume is, well, it's labeled, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes right now. You can't see it I'm on a podcast, obviously. But... You take a three-point shot, you make it in a regular season game, and you're going to be good from now on. Your career, you're going to have that feeling like, okay, I can do this. But it's not the same thing. There's not people in the stands. There's not people cheering or movement in the background as much as there used to be. So this is going to be interesting. He might get comfortable in the bubble, gets out of the bubble. Next year, we see a Ben Simmons that kind of just relapsed back into that same guy that couldn't shoot three-pointers. I don't know. But if he can shoot a three-pointer and people take notice of that, they're going to get out on him on the three, and he's very hard to guard off the dribble. So this dude can absolutely become a big-time stud. He's already a big-time stud, bigger-time stud. That would be awesome. And I think that a sports psychologist is absolutely necessary. I took sports psychology in college, and I just thought that this was pretty cool because I saw videos of Evan Longoria before he was a big-time pro, which, by the way, the guy had to have roided in Juco, but regardless. And he struggled. And he talked to this guy, he was at his college, and he was like, how do I get my mind right? I need help. And he helped him, and uh, the rest is history. The dude's legit. I mean, he was a runner-up in the World Series. Not a champion, but man, he was he was the guy on the Tampa Bay Rays, all the way from a Juco that maybe he wasn't going anywhere to being a stud. Russell Wilson and Sierra didn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but they had their baby, and uh, it's a it's a baby boy. They named him Win, W-I-N, Win. How do you do that to your kid? Okay, I don't know how this makes any sense. I get it. People want to be unique. This isn't going to work. This is kind of, to me, selfish. 
Like if you name your kid a normal kid name, you have to understand that as they grow, as they grow up, people are just going to be like, okay, Jim, cool. All right, Robert. All right, Denise, Samantha. Great. Not a big deal. Nobody's going to care about that. But what's up, Win? All you do is win, huh? I mean, you're being selfish by naming him something that maybe is your vision. It's like, what is your baby, your vision board? I don't get it. I don't understand it. But they decided to name it Win or the baby Win, And uh, this is probably the loss, the big L of the, of the week for me for the podcast. So Russell Wilson, Sierra, you took a big L on this one. So I don't think he's going to do very well in this NFL season just because of what he just did. Ruin the kid's life. Okay, I don't know about that. He's going to have a great life, and he's going to be fine financially. And I hope he's very healthy. I'm just saying, you really screwed up the name there. When did the Nuggets become that up-next team? I was thinking about the Nuggets when the season kind of came to an, a, to a halt. Like, I was thinking about them. They were in the back of my mind. They got Jokic. They have, uh, they have a team that could be built, right? But then Michael uh, Porter Jr. comes back. He looks pretty darn good in these little pre-restart games. And then Bull Bull. I mean, dude, 7-2. I want to say they said he has a 7-8 wingspan. You, I mean, it's going to be hard to shoot the ball when he's not even guarding you, much less guarding you. Bull Bull might just be the next dude up. Somebody said rookie of the year. That's stupid. That's outrageous. John Moran already earned that. Throughout this season, I think people just kind of forgot. The NBA was going on before quarantine happened. Remember, we stopped a game mid, like, like mid pregame ritual because of this whole pandemic. And then we stopped the season. So quit saying, Bull Bull is the rookie of the year. If Zion comes out hot, he's going to be the rookie of the year. Zion's going to be a fantastic player. But you can't give him the rookie of the year. John Morant played the whole year, he was healthy. He put his team on the map, and as a matter of fact, he put his team in a good position to get into the playoffs, as you can see them getting into the bubble. John Morant's the guy. Stop trying to even argue that. That's so dumb. That's so dumb. I'm sorry. Blowing off steam here. All right. So, um, but, the, but the Denver Nuggets, they might be that up next team. Like in five years, we might see this team, if they stick together and figure it out and continue to improve, that's going to be a hard to, to hard to beat team. Book your tickets for Denver, baby. You're going to need to go and watch a game before it's all said and done. Patrick Mahomes makes a what seems to me to be a risky investment with his big-time contract. One of his big moves after making his big-time contract, over $500 million over, what was it, 10 years? He invests in the Kansas City Royals in the MLB. I think this is a a smart thing to do depending on how much money he shelled out for this. Now, if he shelled out a hundred million dollars for this, okay, like that's cool. I think, I think that'll work. If it was less bet better, even better, obviously. And he gets a decent percentage of it. All right, cool. The Kansas city Royals aren't that team that everybody turns to and goes, Oh yeah, the Kansas city Royals. Sweet. I'm going to put, I'm going to watch that game. Now you, you see the Kansas city Royals playing, against the Toronto Blue Jays. I don't know. I'm just giving out random stuff. Um, you're just kind of like, all right, I'm flipping the channel. I mean, it has to be like right after a pandemic, like we just saw that they play each other and you're like, yeah, I gotta, I'm just watching games. I just need to watch it. But no, it's not a usual game. So yes, Kansas City loves the Royals, but also you have to understand that only a few hours over is the St. Louis Cardinals. That's the team that people give a crap about in Missouri. Missouri and Kansas, those are the two teams that, I mean, that's the only team that people care about. So 
Was this a big risk? I say it kind of was depending on the amount of investment. COVID hit and that's going to put a damper on all sports, of course. But no fans, nothing like that. This is probably the time to buy in. But the Kansas City Royals might not just be the best move. But I will say this. He bought into his town. He's a smart man. Everybody's going to buy his jersey. Everybody's going to buy his merchandise. If I were him, I'd launch a small t-shirt company or I'd launch a small merchandising, uh, whatever it might be. I don't care what it is. And put it out there because Kansas City's eating that up. As a matter of fact, he might have just made some more people Kansas City Royals fans. I know Texas Tech people go nuts for some Patrick Mahomes. They love themselves some Patrick Mahomes. The iPhone 12, I know we're getting off of off of topic for sports. The iPhone 12 leaked and it could be really cool or it can be really stupid. But I'll tell you what happened. As soon as you get a leak on that phone, my, my battery drains almost immediately. I had the iPhone 8 and every time they came out with something different, it leaked. And I think they came out with the with the uh, with the 10, and then they came out with the 11, and then the Pro, and then the Pro Max, and then the Pro Max XL, and the Pro Max Triple XL. I mean, stupid. And every time they come out, I mean, my my battery lasts about two hours less. So right now I'm hanging on to about a two hour charge per day, and I got to just kind of keep my phone plugged to the wall. I feel like I'm back in the in the 80s. You can't even leave your phone. There's no there's not even cordless anymore. It feels like. But the iPhone 12 looks pretty cool. You can customize things, apparently. You can uh, put widgets on your like home screen and stuff like that. Put reminders, put notes on your home screen as opposed to just seeing the little apps everywhere like they've had standard the whole time. So they might be doing something cool here. They also are supposed to have four cameras on this iPhone 12. Is that overkill? I don't know. They say that it might be good to use for 3D. 3D pictures, that'd be pretty neat. I think that's kind of out there already, but I'm almost positive it's out there already. But that's still pretty cool, right? I don't know. I found that to be pretty neat. All right, in other news, personally, people keep asking me what my handicap is. I've been playing a lot of golf. Quit asking me what my handicap is. Sick and tired of it. I'm not good at golf. And I've come to terms with that. I'm not good. I'm going to have a good time with you. You want to go out and play? Let's go out and play. I'm going to have, it's going to be fun. But I'm not going to be good. So quit acting like, hey, I'll play against you. I'm not taking that bet. I'm not good. I'm not betting on myself. Play me in another sport. I know it's all sports best, but it's like all sports best plus golf. It, I'm not so great. Like that might be the next time I go out and make a shirt. And I don't even know the initials. So I'm not even going to spend time thinking about it, guys. The bubble might be the answer. The NHL, done. They're doing it. NBA, making it happen. MLB, what was it? 14 people on the Miami Marlins tested positive. That's a, that's a problem. That is a problem. Now I thought about it personally and thought if I am on that 60 man roster and I'm 40th guy on the list, is that exciting for me? Maybe I get a shot. I don't know. I don't know if that's exciting for me because there's two things on my mind. One, I might get my shot. I might be able to shine. Two, I might get my shot. I might be able to shine. The locker room's got a little bit of something over or left over. They didn't clean it right. I borrowed somebody's batting gloves or helmet or something. I'm sure they don't let you do that, but you know, you never know what happens behind the scenes. And I contract it, and now I'm sick. And now there's a chance that I can give it to somebody. I just, I don't know. But I will say this. Uh, I don't think the MLB is going to last long. I feel like there's just been bad decisions made. That bench is clearing brawl. Okay, I know that's just a step into it, but they continue to travel. 
There's guys that continue to go out. They're driving around. They're going to places to eat. They're hanging out. I mean, you're giving yourself more chances. Now, if I take a walk down the street at night, just walk down my street, 12 o'clock at night, it might be dangerous. If I walk all around my town, 12 o'clock at night, much more dangerous, right? There's many more chances along my route that there's going to be some danger that comes my way. A dog, maybe somebody that's, you know, wanting to rob me or something like that. It's, it's just inevitable. You put yourself in more situations. It's going to be more dangerous. The NBA, they said, nope, we're putting the situations away. We're staying in designated hotels. We're staying clean. We're doing this. We're doing that. MLB's like, ah, I think we're okay. Just wash your hands. So I do not think this is going to last. I said two weeks starting like yesterday, but you know what? If it lasts the whole season, more power to him. I would absolutely love that, but I just don't see it happening. I don't think it's feasible. If they shut it down, I hope that they can, you know, shut it down 20 games in and find a way to just start a playoff in a bubble. It's going to be a weird year, guys. I mean, it's already been, I know it is. But thank you guys so much for listening to the show. It does mean a whole lot to me. It does mean a whole lot to the brand. Team ASB, I know you're out there. Thank you so much. And if you want to buy some merchandise, just hit us up, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we'll get you set up. Whether it's a golf towel, ball marker, hat, shirt, whatever it is, you want to rep, we're going to take care of you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the All Sports Best Podcast. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and join the conversation. Till next time, this is the All Sports Best Podcast. Ah!